Grassroots Community Network is now available to podcast. Enjoy all your favorite programming, whether you are making the commute to or from work, enjoying a jog through the mountains, or just hanging around the house. And don't forget that Grassroots offers over 4,000 shows on demand on our webpage, www.grassrootstv.org. Simply use the search tool in the upper right corner to locate your content. There are many ways to connect with your community. For podcasts, visit our homepage on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. All direct links, including a direct link to subscribe to our RSS feed, can be found under the search bar on our homepage. And remember, you are Grassroots Community Network. Please consider contributing by visiting our website at www.grassrootstv.org or by calling us at 970-925-8000. Thank you. Welcome to another edition of The Local Show here on Grassroots Community Network. I'm Eric Scarvin, your host. Thank you for joining us this week, where each week we feature inspirational locals from up and down the valley, only locals, only local underwriters. We want to keep it local through and through. So thanks for joining us here as we move mid-season on The Local Show. And I'm really happy to have a return guest of the week. She was in another role when she was on earlier. Jennifer Riffle, welcome back to the show. You were the organic chef. Yes. When we last had you on the show. It's true. Now you're aspiring to be the organic councilwoman. I am of, of basalt. basalt. It's true. <laughs> of basalt. I like that. Uh-huh. Sounds like an official title. Yeah. Organic councilwoman of basalt. Of basalt, yes. There you go. Uh-huh. That's a worthy goal. Thank you. That's cool. Uh-huh. It feels really good. It's exciting. Well, it's, it's a neat progression because when, when we had you on before, we talked about your organic chef business, mm -hmm. but then you were having a campaign. You were getting a little politically active with the free panties. Yes. And we better clarify what that means. <laughs> <laughs> that can be misconstrued. Yes. What was the free panties campaign? Free panties was all about urban chicken keeping. And <laughs> I had a chicken named Panties. Uh, and she had that name because she was black and white and really lacy, and she looked oh. like fancy panties. Oh. Yes. And so I thought, why not bring the slogan? And it's catchy. Everyone wants free panties. Yeah. It's attention-grabbing for uh, sure. It was. Yeah. And, and that was five years ago. And so um, I wrote the ordinance and presented it to council. And seeing Katie Schroer, another woman, uh, Karen Teague, at the council table, it was really inspiring, and that's what laid the egg uh, to say oh, to good start. One. Yeah, I like how you brought that in. Thanks, weaving, weaving them in. That was yeah, that was when the egg was laid of local politics and mm -hmm. your interest, and then so it was really about having people uh, allowing the ability to have chicken, a chicken coop in Correct. Basalt. That's, yes, was the bottom line, and you were successful in that. Very much so. So, are there chicken coops all over Basalt now, and has it been a uh, a positive, a negative, or how has that panned out? It's been really, really popular. 
Um, there are a couple households. It hasn't been rampant. There's not chickens running around freely everywhere. <laughs> it's not like Kauai. No, Over no, the, yeah. Woken up by roosters in the morning. Right. There's not a chicken issue. Um, <laughs> but some people have really embraced it. And there's a couple, um, I know Bell Carpenter, uh, he has chickens. And in Elk Run, there's a couple families that have chickens. Nice. And it's just a wonderful way to grow your own sustenance. And so, Eric, oh. I brought you some eggs from the ladies in appreciation for that is so nice that is so nice from the ladies themselves yes. so is panty the chicken still around panties did... actually went and relocated <laughs> in marble she went to oh. chef Susie jimenez oh they and so we've been uh, a bit of chicken alms people um, for people that want to get their own coop and learn about chicken keeping but don't want to start with baby chicks, okay. um, we will donate some of our older chickens to anyone that's interested. And so uh, Susie, yeah, Susie had panties. You're like seeding them with your chickens. Uh -huh. You're getting them going. Exactly. There you go. Yep. And we like to keep our flock younger. And so every spring, so in about four weeks, we will get some baby chicks and raise them indoors until about um, late May. And then they move outdoors. And then we keep them until, yeah, <laughs> until they so start cool. laying eggs. And then we donate four of our other girls. That is so cool. So that campaign really kind of wet your whistle. It's true. Got you excited. And were you like, was it a positive impression working with council? Was it mixed? What was that experience like with that council? I've got to say, it was, for me, it was very inspiring, as I mentioned before. Um, it was really, it, it feels like it's high stakes. When you're on the other side of the table and you're presenting your package of what you are proposing and you have um, seven people with your undivided attention and they're asking you questions, it's a bit like sitting for the bar exam of right. what I would imagine that to be like. Right. Um, but after going through it once, it just really excited me and fired right. me up to see how if if you really think about it and glenn rapaport gave me a really wonderful um endorsement the other day and he said jen your packet that you presented on the chickens was one of the most well thought out um best ordinances that we had been presented and to top it off you made it fun and that's what <laughs> i want to bring into this council seat is energy um positive and um tackling very serious uh, issues and the future of basalt, which is so exciting, and making it fun. That is so cool. That is so cool. So that was nerve-wracking a little bit, you know, when you're presenting in front of council, but exhilarating, mm -hmm. and then in the end, really rewarding. Very much and so. And that got you thinking about, maybe, yeah, maybe I should run, and then probably in terms of giving back too, right? Very to give much back so. to the community? Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, the main reason of why I'm running for Basalt is I right. want it to be a place that we all want to live right. at in another 30 years and right. to maintain our wonderful small town character. Well, we're going to get into some of the specifics, yeah. Jen, but I want to say cheers. <gasps> Thank you, Thanks Eric. for being here today. Yes. I'm so thankful to the girls too for fresh eggs. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a bit of a break. We'll be right back. I want to thank my underwriters, Tri-Peaks Life Coaching, Pitkin County Landfill, Aspen Square, Aspen Animal Hospital, Highlands Ale House, Sachet Floral Arts and Gifts, and of course, Sundog Athletics. We'll be back with just about a minute and a half break. We'll be back with the uh, Basalt Town Council candidate, Jennifer Riffle, talking about some specifics for the upcoming election. 
and uh, some of the things that Jennifer believes in and stands for, so don't go away. Pitkin County Landfill's mission is to conserve our environment and extend the life of our landfill through innovative programs. We offer recycling, composting, continuing education, site tours, and gardening workshops. Pitkin County Landfill, we handle it. More at landfillrules.com. Do you feel stuck? Are you overwhelmed by the daily clutter in your life? Do you want to change your professional path and refocus your attention on healthier lifestyle and healthier relationships? If you don't know where to begin, Andy Wooten can help. As a life coach based in Aspen, Andy helps you to create a plan and execute your goals, ensuring that you attain your personal and professional best. Celebrating another great winter season, Aspen Square is the hospitality place in downtown Aspen featuring fireplace studios and larger condominiums with full hotel-style services. Aspen Square is a great place to stay in the center of Aspen and across the street from the Aspen Mountain Gondola. Aspen Square is proud to support The Local Show. Sachet Floral Arts and Gifts is located next to Clark's Market in Aspen and features fresh flowers, candles, books, chocolates, accessories, and unique gifts. They will help you with your everyday gift needs, weddings, and events. They can be reached at 970-920-6838. Sachet will make you smile. Welcome to the local show. People you work with, people you know. All right, we're back here on the local show. We've got a basalt town councilwoman aspiring as a candidate, Jennifer Riffle. Jen, the organic chef, but now you have a different occupation. Yes, I am estate managing in Aspen. Okay. Uh-huh. Can you tell us a little, you, got, you have not only one house, you have a couple houses, right? Correct, I work for one couple and I manage two properties of theirs. Uh, so it's a, a large production, big budget, a lot of staff, uh, which correlates and plays very well into the councilwoman position. Like, some, what are some of those things that cross over? Some of the just oh, managing, cooperating, working with people? Yeah, teamwork, leadership, um, managing multi-million dollar budgets. Um, yeah, sometimes I think what, what our households in Aspen sometimes <laughs> equate to what a town could be worth. Um, <laughs> a town's annual budget. <laughs> right, pretty much. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, do and, you know what basalt's annual? I know Aspen's push, pushing pushing a hundred million dollar annual budget. Wow. Do you know what basalt's annual budget is by chance? I do Is not. it in, anywhere in that stratosphere? I, I would, I don't know. What it's basalt really there, does though. have going for them is the sales tax revenue. Right. And that's what a majority of uh, basalt, um, the benefits are based upon. Is, right. And what drives basalt's economy is sales tax revenue. Let's go to a few more specifics because sure. um, you have a platform. Every candidate has a platform and usually some main planks on mm -hmm. the platform. Can you tell us a little bit about some of your kind of your main beliefs, your values, things that you would like for Basalt? Of course. So I would love to regain the trust of Basalt voters. Um, there's been a little bit of disenfranchisement about the, our town and 
and where the future of basalt is going. And so I would like to open up the political process, the process of planning and zoning, and really listening and really involving the community more. Um, yeah, being a responsive that, leader. That sounds right, because to, to regain trust, you have to bring people in, right? Mm -hmm. You have to involve them. Yes. You have to create dialogue. Very much so, and, and ownership, and, exactly. and excitement, and yeah, investment. And that's what we have going for us, and, uh, and to continue it on in a very positive way, and, right. and not so much in a, uh, what, what is going on? Right, yeah. right, which, uh -huh. which includes organizing people, right, into specific Correct. venues or forums, not just having people throwing, lobbing, you know, hardballs and softballs from all over the place. Right. But to organize that. It correct? is, yeah, to organize it. And what the, to compare it to is being able to catch all those different balls because I'm not going to just listen to one perspective and honor that. I'm very receptive to, um, I think that's what, what is going on. Everyone has a very similar vision for the future of basalt. Right. And right. it's just bringing it all together right. and um, getting it into a cohesive, um, cohesive dialogue and bringing it to a space where um, everyone feels that they're part of it. So you think compromise is still possible? I do. It seems to be going away, especially at the national level, you know, with gridlock and specifically in Washington. Mm -hmm. But locally, it seems like there is still hope for cooperation and, and compromise, oh, correct? Oh, definitely, yeah. That's, yeah. that's part of small town character. Is, right. we, we all, it's not about good or bad. Um, we're all nice guys, and we all know each other, and we're all neighbors. And right. so, yeah, let's bring it together, and I'd like to do that really positively and, and with a youthful enthusiasm. Right. Um, yeah. I know you have an interest, too, in mm -hmm. uh, recreation. Yes. And um, that's part of your platform, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. I would love to showcase um, the recreation that Basalt does have, such as our rivers and um, the road biking. Uh, the rivers are brought up a lot with fishing and a little bit of the whitewater. Um, but to be honest, Eric, you have a lot of experience of coming to Basalt. What are the yeah. benefits of Basalt? Well, it's just, it's, it's beautiful, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's different. You know, I operate based out of Aspen with Sundog Athletics, right. you know, Aspen and Snowmass. So to get that different kind of beauty, you know, along the river, like you say, is so beautiful riding a road bike up the frying pan. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't really compare that to anything in Aspen. Plus, it's more moderate. Maybe you don't want to do as much climbing. Mm -hmm. But along the river, seeing the fly fishermen, you know, seeing the beauty, uh, maybe even stopping and looking at some fish. I mean, just that whole thing going up to Rudai. It's, it's amazing. That's an amazing amenity. Uh -huh. So you guys have some very beautiful riding down there. Oh, thank you, Eric. And that's yeah. exactly the platform of where I'm going is right there. I, you, you are a very knowledgeable and expert person. Oh, thanks. In, yeah, in, in athletics and doing and how to create events and bring people to that area. And that's exactly what I'd like to interject into my leadership and um, my council womanness. Right, so bringing in more um, experts, consultants, people who are, this is their profession, right. and having them kind of maximize those recreation opportunities. But we also have to balance that with the environment, right? Very much so. So again, that's where maybe people need to cooperate and obviously give their input mm -hmm. to create that balance. Right, and that's the beauty of the future of Basalt is we do have these amazing um, nonprofit think tanks in, based in Basalt. Rocky Mountain Institute, right. um, the Roaring Fork Conservancy. There's there's so much there, um, 
and that can be the future of basalt, um, along with Aspen Skiing Company having um, office space there. Um, I really do uh, recognize uh, the efforts of, of co-council uh, runner Auden Schindler and his right. environmental standards. So you guys align, correct? You and Auden align on a lot of the issues? Yeah, we do have a lot of similarities. And you guys, are, are you kind of campaigning together? Didn't I read something about that in the local newspaper that you're... I'm uh, more campaigning with, um, with Katie Schroer okay. and Jackie Witsit. Okay. We're, kind of, we're kind of going for the vote for the women. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. So what does that mean? You guys, do you share campaign or you distribute campaign literature and things like that? We do. Katie and I shared a flyer together. She has one side and I have the other because okay. we're fiscally and environmentally responsible. Okay. Uh-huh. Nice. And, uh, and we go door knocking for each other, giving each other's literature out, etc. The door knocking, that is so cool. Talk about small town, grassroots yes. campaigning. And I wanna hear a couple more mm -hmm. planks on the platform, but I wanna know what that response is. Like knocking on the door, like what are the main concerns that you're hearing from people in, the, in basalt? The main thing that comes up is the CDC parcel, the riverfront parcel and what right. to do there. And there is a vast majority of, uh, of park supporters. And, yeah. and there is going to be a park there, no matter what. And that's something right. that everyone needs to know and understand and be educated on is no matter right. how much development happens there, there is going to be a portion of it that is designated park space, which is so exciting. And that's what everyone has in common. Right. And what it comes up is the difference is how much development. And that's where right. some people are, a majority of people are reflecting, I really don't want a lot of development on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to be able to see the river. Um, right. I don't want it to be paved. Uh, I want to be able to, uh, and what's the rush? I think that's another one that I'm hearing a lot of. of okay. We just got the trailers out of there, and w why do we need to put something on there immediately? So let's take our time, yeah. do it right, recognize there'll be some development there mm -hmm. that balance, again, that balance word I think is key, with yep. a park and some reasonable development. Exactly. Does that seem where people are mm -hmm. for the most part? It does, yes. Okay. And so that's it's just listening to that and then um, what else is Is important? affordable housing a big issue? Because I know it's just a crisis here in Aspen. It is. I mean, clearly we have no housing. We don't have affordable housing or free market available. Yeah. Housing Unless you everywhere. have five million bucks to just, you know, write a little checky-poo right. for some free market action. <laughs> uh -huh, it's <laughs> but true. outside of that, is that becoming uh, more critical? It is. And what's great to hear is to hear it from the 20-somethings, but also to really hear it from the, the 50s and the 60-somethings right. that have grown children that are in their 20s, and their children right. want to come back and live in the valley and want right. to buy in basalt or even rent, and they're having a very challenging time with that. And so that's where I, um, I know that we can create um, public, private, nonprofit um, partnerships mm -hmm. to right. answer the affordable housing. It's not just private, it's not just the town. We all need to work together to raise the money and see the future and plan for that. There's a lot of parcels that the town of Basalt does own, and some of them are very um, well suited for affordable housing. And that's right. something that I would love to um, initiate and be champion. Yeah, that just seems to me to be still a central issue, and I've been a hot button, mm -hmm. you know, and a, and a passionate issue for me for a long, long time, decades of time. Yeah. Because I figure that that issue is a, what a lot of the other issues revolve around: traffic, the environment, 
you know, if, if people are living and working, mm-hmm. you know, closer, right. you know, ideally in their own community, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's a beautiful thing. And we're taking those cars off the highway too. Right. You know, so that's becoming a bigger issue in basalt, it sounds like. It's true, and I commend, and that is part of the future of basalt, is also bringing businesses to basalt. And Aspen Skiing Company buying um, a large office space so that their basalt um, employees and Mid-Valley employees aren't commuting up to Aspen. That's a great step, and I see that being future of um, basalt's economic vitality. So what are some of your other pet issues? Like what are some of your main planks on your platform? Um, Another one is requiring development to provide significant community benefits and to pay for itself. Yes. And with that, I'm not no development by any means, but I'm all about smart development. Right. And, And in the past, there have been some very interesting things that have occurred in basalt recently with uh, with developers coming and saying, right. um, we, we need the tax base, uh, a PIF uh, in Willits to yes. be able to afford more development. Uh, that and the community was like, no. no. Yeah, that, <laughs> We're not subsidizing your development, basically. Right, exactly. Right. Um, and so that is a way to get more affordable housing, child care, um, early childhood development centers. Those are things that developers can put money towards or donate land or square footage towards. And standing up and saying, accountable, you need right. to provide this. That's part of the deal. Right. So mitigating maybe the, some of the impacts, say construction impacts, pollution, mm-hmm. those kinds of things, but paying their own way in terms of affordable housing, correct? Child care and mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Right. So that way that, you know, development is, is kind of, you know, taking care of itself. Very much so. And that's one of the ways that looking at buying the CDC parcel for the town, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And that's the beauty of 91,000 square feet that council has um, allow- has uh, approved for the Willits area. That's tax base right there, commercial tax base that can be utilized to pay for open space. Um, th- that's just an example of getting those community benefits. So a lot of that's through the land use code, correct? Correct. The code has to state this is what we expect of development. And development it does, that then knows what to expect. Right, so and it does state page. that. And so yeah. what it comes down to is council people standing up for that right. and, and, and holding that true and not reversing um, the affordable housing uh, requirements. Requirements, right. Which, which has been considered in uh, that that just seems crazy. I just yeah, I just don't get that. I, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Why we would need to make it easier for developers, make it harder on Valley locals, which is mm-hmm. less affordable housing requirement. <laughs> that just makes it harder harder on the locals. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, for the so local show, keep it keep it local and right. local community benefits. Right. Yeah. What a, what else are you passionate about? Uh, I'm very passionate about. Um, let's see. Um, it looks like you want to have sustainable and unique economic development. So yes. what are some of those businesses? Like you mentioned Aspen Skiing Company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Mayor Scadron has talked about bringing in uphill-oriented businesses right? Uh, like outdoor gear companies. Mm-hmm. Do you see that kind of same thing for basalt? Do you see like, 
you know, you want Patagonia to move there next, or what do you what do you see in sure, terms of Sure, and that's something business? that is on the table is Backbone Media that's based in Carbondale. Yes. Um, that's their great outdoors um, office space proponents. They're active. I think that's a wonderful. That's a, like a good model. Right. A desirable type business. Mm -hmm, right. Exactly. Right. Um, and then also combining, there's a lot of vacant storefronts and having um, landlord town meetings where we approach a landlord as the town and possibly say, what can we do to incentivize your storefront to be open? Are there some fees that we can waive? Mm -hmm. Is there a way that we can get, um, yeah, that, that vitality in there? Right, right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the last thing you want is vacant storefronts. So what does it take? Working with the landlords to create that vitality for mm -hmm. those incentives? Right. That kind of thing? Mm -hmm. So you don't have any, like, do you have any specific businesses in mind in terms of... One, who you'd like to attract there like if you had your perfect like oh. I'd love this business to go in this space is there anything that specific or just in general terms just in general terms one thing that I envision that could be super amazing is recreating something like the Woody Creek Tavern maybe a distillery maybe a brewery that's on the CDC parcel or in the downtown area close to the river that right. becomes a biking destination for right. summertime or wintertime. You cross-country ski down or you wee cycle or ride your bicycle down to Basalt and then stop at this great location for lunch. It's on the river. You catch a show, like there's live music playing outside. Right. Um, right. The nanny and the kids come down and they're playing in the sand and rock water park. <laughs> That's what I imagine. Someone needs to start Basalt Brewery, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Come to think of it. Exactly. Well, Jen, we're down to just a couple of minutes, but I want to I want to get people involved. There's some upcoming candidate forums as early as tomorrow night, right? Correct. Can you yes. give people a little prep on those? Yes, of course. Um, so on March 3rd, 6 p.m., Basalt Chamber Candidate Forum is at the Grace Community Church. And uh, that will be uh, recorded and rebroadcast as well. So if you miss it, but please come on out. That'll be on Grassroots TV? I'm not sure where it will be. Okay. <laughs> I just know You that would think. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. It's going to be on local television. Right. It will be. Okay. Correct. Um, and then March 17th at 6 p.m., the Aspen Public Radio Candidate Forum is being recorded and being hosted, and that's at the Basalt Library. Okay. And then I would also like to invite everyone, this is really fun, on March 19th <laughs> uh, for, from 6 to 8 p.m., Rally at the Riverfront, hosted by Friends of the Park Petition Group on the CDC Parcel. And it's going to be a big bonfire out there. Nice. An opportunity to, it's not going to be freezing, an opportunity to stand <laughs> out there and utilize this parcel and start embracing it. Start making it an active park. And if folks want to support you specifically, how can they get involved in your campaign? They can get involved in my campaign by writing a letter to the editor. That's very useful. Um, and by um, if they'd like to donate, they can like do that. If they'd like to donate, they can on PayPal, um, www.paypal.me/jen4basaltcouncil, um, or write me a check. Or when you see me on the street, <laughs> give me some cash. <laughs> yeah. Throw some cash or check at uh -huh. you as they see you in passing. Exactly, because it is real, <laughs> and this is 
part of the crazy part of running for public office is you have to raise money to right. have newspaper ads, et cetera. Right. Right. And that's part of my passion and love for basalt. And what's really important for everyone to know is your vote really counts on this election. It does. Yes. Um, and these local campaigns, it comes down to sometimes less than 100 votes. It's very true. It comes yeah. down to just a couple votes. And this is an opportunity to uh, stand up and really vote for the direction that you want basalt to go. Right. And if you're aligned with my direction and what I believe in and my methodology of going about it, um, Katie Schroer as well is on the uh, the platform, the same docket, and Jackie Witsit for mayor. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, Jen, I went ahead and baked. Oh my goodness. I know I shouldn't have, but I did anyway. Chocolate chip cherry. These are organic cookies that I baked for you last night. Eric, that's and so such a nice sweet. trade with the eggs. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> Which I'm going to use for my next batch of cookies. Oh great. See how that just all. It does. Goes full cycle. It does. The girls are taking care of us. Uh huh. Thank you so much. We're taking care of each other. I'd love to support your campaign however I can. You are. Thank I believe you for in, the platform. In, in your positions, and it's just so great. So from free panties, chickens and basalt. Mm hmm. The organic chef to the organic town councilwoman. Yes, please. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. And, and really, I commend you for you know, getting involved in the community that way and giving back that way. Thank you. That it, really says something about your character, too. Yeah, that's, that's part of what it is. I'm doing it for the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. That's uh -huh. great. Well, thanks again, Jen. Of course, Eric, and I wish you all the best. Oh, uh, thanks. Yes. It's been a great winter so far. We're having a great time. Excellent. Now we just want a little more snow. Not to be greedy. No. But since Snowmageddon, it's been a little dry. It's March. We need it. Yeah. It's, it's going to dump. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be really good. It is. It uh -huh. is. So thanks again, Jen. And thank you guys for watching us this week here on The Local Show. Picking County Landfill's mission is to conserve our environment and extend the life of our landfill through innovative programs. We offer recycling, composting, continuing education, site tours, and gardening workshops. Picking County Landfill, we handle it. More at landfillrules.com. Do you feel stuck? Are you overwhelmed by the daily clutter in your life? Do you want to change your professional path and refocus your attention on healthier lifestyle and healthier relationships? If you don't know where to begin, Andy Wooten can help. As a life coach based in Aspen, Andy helps you to create a plan and execute your goals, ensuring that you attain your personal and professional best. Staying true to the aura of Highlands, Highlands Ale House is the local's place offering one of the best apres scenes in Colorado. A unique and extensive craft beer selection, awesome food that's friendly on the wallet, and a perfect spot for dinner at the base of Aspen Highlands. Aspen Animal Hospital is located at the Aspen Airport Business Center. Their four veterinarians specialize in wellness, surgery, dentistry, acupuncture, emergency, and critical care. Their hours are 745 to 530, and their phone number is 925-2611. Would you like to experience the winter of your dreams? Sundog Athletics is your opportunity to quickly gain new skills to experience the thrills of adventure sports including snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, and the area's only fat biking adventures. More at 925-1069 or sundogathletics.com. Welcome to the local show. People you work with, people you know. This podcast was brought to you by the Grassroots Community Network. 
Check out more of your favorite programs, browse our video on demand, and subscribe to our social media channels at www.grassrootstv.org.